Hi, this is Brennan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Dion for another episode of Wuxia Weekend. And tonight we're taking a break from Wuxia to talk about a Jackie Chan film called City Hunter. This is a 1993 movie starring Jackie Chan and Joey Wong, and I just discovered that it was based on a manga of some kind. This was a movie that neither me nor Dion had seen, so we were both having our first experience with it. I saw it for the first time last night. Um, and I think Dion, you might've seen it before me. You might, I think you saw it a week ago or something, right? Like, I remember you were sending me some text messages. Uh, I saw it this week. I saw it was okay. either Tuesday or Wednesday. Okay. Cause when you texted me, I, had, I started watching it that night and I stopped because I was like, oh, I just don't want to deal right now. I need, I need, I need to be in a better mood to watch this, to see if that affects my impressions. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, so anyways, the reason that we watched this one was somebody sent me a clip of Jackie Chan in a fight scene where he's dressed up as um, uh, Chun-Li from Street Fighter. And, and, the, and like he's like acting like Chun-Li. And I forget, he was fighting another Street Fighter character. And it was a very ridiculous scene. And I was very curious about the context of the scene. And so I talked Dion into letting us watch this movie um so Dion, why don't you tell us what your reaction to the film before i give mine and then we can have a discussion you must be setting me up with jackie chan films no you, well we'll talk about that later that's a whole other topic but we could we could definitely get into that but this was not but, a setup because i had no knowledge of this movie. yeah i know i know <laughs> but um yeah this was not my favorite movie it's definitely a one and done mm. i don't need to see this again was there anything you liked about the movie or was it just a pure disappointment to you um no it wasn't a pure disappointment i do love joey wong and um i think it probably would have been better if it weren't for the zany soundtrack background noises and yeah. the you know how i feel about the dubbed voices these were the one of the worst yeah. sets of dubbed voices that i've ever the, heard okay so so what she's talking about so number one the, the background music was atrocious it was I, I often praise the music in movies, and I actually quite like the opening theme song that they were playing. It had a little bit of a catchy feel to it, but then once the movie started, they just were doing this. It, it sounded like, it was like goofy music from the 30s or 40s. Do you know what I mean? It was like that kind of style. Wouldn't you say it's got like that vibe to it? Like a, It was definitely a real... goofy, but I don't know what time period it was yeah. from but it was definitely goofy i don't either i just mean it has that generic this is an old timey movie sounding ridiculous yes. type of thing and and and, and i sort of got it because it was like well this looks a little bit more like uh a charlie chaplin style thing like like maybe jackie chan is going to his sources of inspiration for some of the stuff he's doing here but like uh that soundtrack really made it hard it really didn't work with a lot of the, the sequences and the the dubs sounded like a really bad anime dub do you know what i mean like it just had that like yes. the voices were over the top kind of silly which now that we've like yes. and again we didn't know this was based on a manga apparently it is maybe that like i feel like i i share that criticism with you but i feel like 
maybe it's a criticism with an asterisk because maybe they were going for like I, I don't know what it looks like in the original in the original version, but maybe that's also equally ridiculous. Do you know what I mean? But either way, it didn't work for me. It didn't work for you, I think. Um, I had very high hopes at the opening because the opening was very unusual. And I don't know, the humor was kind of fun because they were they were basically going all over all of these dramatic beats, but it was totally ridiculous. And they were they were shifting tone rapidly so somebody dies and he's like i'll take care of your daughter for you or your niece or whatever and then like immediately it just shifts to something else where you know it's a different tone and it was all done in a kind of really minimalist background stagey type setup so it just was i don't know the 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 intro was eye-catching for me but then once it started i was just like oh this is this is kind of not work this is not the kind of jackie chan film i like do you know what i mean um right I mean, I could see people liking it because the basic premise is he 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 has this partner that he used to work with who dies, and his partner, I think it was his sister or his daughter or his niece. Sister. It was his sister. He's like, take care of her for me, but never ever seduce her, right? Like that was the the one yes. thing. So it's a kind of a creepy setup because then they end up, she grows up, and then they end up falling in love, or she's in love with him or something. But he's a womanizer, so he's always you know, so she's always she's- angry at him. And he's always looking after, you know, out for other women. And the plot is they they have to deal with. They basically are on a cruise ship, and they have to deal with terrorists that are on the cruise ship. That's as they're trying to find this girl that they've been hired to uh, to, to rescue. Yeah, to rescue. Um, and it's all a great plot. It just wasn't executed very well. Yeah. And for me, it was as soon as they started talking. I think I was pretty much done because yeah i've had a feeling about that (laughs) i i texted you about the doves as the voices as soon as i heard one i was like i don't know if i can make it through this because the voices were so bad they were over the top silly and exaggerated like i don't know i I will say i stopped noticing them after a while though but they were totally that and i i i had just started watching it when you texted me. So like I, I saw the voice and I was like, Oh, Dion is not going to like this. <laughs> this is, I, I can tell. And, and the, uh, yeah. Did you find the setup creepy at all? I was curious about that. Was the, the, the whole thing of him raising no, the I, woman I or did it fit for the movie? The setup creepy because you you don't want your best friend dating your sister. Yeah. Yeah. Whether you're dead or alive, most guys don't. So, you know, because it, it makes things weird. But, I so I didn't find it creepy. Well, I don't mean that part. I mean the fact that the setup was he raised her and then she becomes a woman and then he's attracted to her. Do you know what I mean? Like, was that part off-putting or you think it was handled fine by the movie? I think it was, it was handled fine. I didn't think it was off-putting at all. Okay. Because, I mean... It, it does happen like Jackie Chan's character says in a blink of an eye, kid, girls grow up. But I guess he wasn't expecting to see her as a woman. Just It just happened for him. And he yeah. didn't know she felt this attraction for him until all that stuff happened on the cruise. And, and just to give people an indication of what their relationship like and what this movie is like, 
most, not most of the movie, but a lot of the movie is her getting mad at him for looking at other women. And then something ridiculous will occur. Like she'll have a giant, and I mean giant, like 15 foot tall sledgehammer and smash uh-huh. him in the face. It's, it's that kind of over the top, which when, when I found out it was a manga, it made sense. I was like, okay, this must've been, maybe this was an anime at some point too. And it had those uh-huh. like weird moments where it's like something really exaggerated is happening in order to express the emotion of the character. And I'm just finding out that it was a manga. So you telling me that makes in retrospect makes everything a little different now because I have a better understanding because there were a couple points in the movie where I was thinking these people have watched the three stooges way too many times. Well, again, I know, I know that like Buster Keaton was a big source of inspiration for Jackie Chan, and I assume a lot of those other old slapsticks were. And when I was watching this, it really the one thing I liked about it was, it, I mean, there was there was martial arts in it, but it what it, this wouldn't you agree? This was not a normal Jackie Chan movie. It was much no, more. No, definitely wasn't. Yeah, it felt a lot more like the Three Stooges or Buster Keaton or that style of physical yes. comedy. You did have martial arts. Like I don't want to give people the wrong idea, but. It, it just it just felt more rooted in that than a lot of other Jackie Chan films, and I thought that was kind of nice. It's just that there was so much else about the movie that was kind of not working. That but but it had its moments. There were some really funny moments, you know, and some of the humor is very dated too. So there's that, yes. you know what I mean. But like, but still, if you grew up in the period, you might still find it funny. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, I I, li- I liked moments of the humor, but there were there was just a lot of waiting for the good stuff to happen. And there was a lot of stuff that just fell flat when it happened. It just didn't land for me tonally. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like the cruise ship location. I thought that was a nice location. I thought that was awesome. And I liked a lot of the characters too. Like I, I actually started liking, you know, like the, the main two characters quite a bit. And I liked the two women that they had on board the ship that were sent to also intercept, to, set to intercept the terrorists. And right. I, li- I liked how they had that, intertwine with them do you know what i mean i thought it was kind of a neat uh-huh. like that the character stuff all worked i liked i liked the boyfriend that she picked up to make him jealous the the, the hopeless oh, guy yeah, yeah, yeah. you know and i liked like the villains like there was a guy played by richard norton that was really great you know he's just like so uh-huh. he just like like in a lot of these movies the characters personalities are completely conveyed by like their martial arts and in this case the guy is just conveyed purely by like a kata at the you know when he first shows up in the in the movie. You know what I mean? Like 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 mm-hmm. that kind of I I I I really I don't know. I I I liked a lot of the um the uh you know the, the way that they built the characters and and so yeah I don't know what what um uh and I'm sorry that might not have been the Richard Norton character. I might have got the two confused, but I only saw this once. But but either way, it was. You know the characters I liked, but the movie just—I don't know it. Uh, it just—it wasn't it, well executed for me. Yeah. There were bits and pieces I liked, like there's um, one scene when they're in the movie theater and Bruce Lee and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar are fighting on the big screen, and then Jackie is fighting with two humongous black men, and kind of not exactly mirroring what's going up on the screen, but you know, he's handling business. And then when Jackie's about to leave, Bruce Lee has one of his lines 
And it's funny. It was funny to me that like that was like one of the very rare jokes that I got from the whole thing. Everything. Well, you else remember what the line was do. by any chance? I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I'm just. No, I can't remember what the line was, but the way that Bruce Lee delivered it, obviously, it, it was the actual movie that was playing in the back. But okay. then what? the way the situation just to me made it funny I, the line really wasn't supposed to be funny but the way that the situation was caused the line to be funny for me okay and so it was just but i did like some of the characters that were there of just again for me voices just really detracted yeah. from the whole thing the some of the voices were way too pitchy for me and it's just i don't know but some of them were the characters themselves were really funny and i would really if i could watch it again would like to watch it with subtitles and original language to see if that would make it any different okay yeah I, and i suspect it probably would be similarly goofy but maybe not who knows um, and I just want to clarify, it was actually the Gary Daniels character that I was talking about, not the Richard Norton character. He's was the he one that, the blonde one? He was the blonde guy, yeah, the guy that did, like, the flip over the couch and then the weird split and, like, you know, he's just... Okay. And, he, and I think he dressed up as a Street Fighter character, Ryu, or something later on in the movie. Um, and the, uh, the Richard Norton character was the, the head terrorist guy. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, I, I, you know, I wanted to like the movie, but I just, I just really couldn't get into it like i mean and again it had its moments you know it, it you know I, yeah i like jackie chan i like joey wong i liked all the a lot of the other characters i liked certain moments in the film you know like some of the stuff that was going on uh, uh during the casino scene was or the gambling scene was kind of cool some of the stuff going on when they were trying to fight the terrorists was really cool some of the fight scenes were great you know, like the one that you mentioned when the joke with when they were playing Game of Death in the background. Uh-huh. That, I like that fight scene because what I love about Jackie Chan is he doesn't he doesn't need to be the best all the time in his movies. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. so even when he wins, he he embarrasses himself a lot along the way. And yeah. it, it, it's just a more self-deprecating style of martial arts hero. And a lot of martial arts heroes, they always have to be the best. Do you know what I mean? They can't. And so, right. And and that was really apparent, I thought, throughout this movie. And it's it's apparent in a lot of his films. But here, I thought, because comedy was such a priority, you you really saw it. You know, he was really like he was really falling, and and failing along the way to beat these guys. And it was yeah, because a lot of his uh, his martial arts were actually mistakes that end up helping him to win or to subdue somebody they weren't like in a, usually in a martial arts film the hero's got to be this tough always perfect martial artist but here it was yeah it was like is he really good at martial arts yeah. and did they really send the right guy for this job and why is he so famous that everybody knows city hunter hunter and was that his name was city hunter no, his name. His na- no, he had a name in the movie. It was, um, uh, it was Rio, I think, and I think Joey Wong's character's name was Kauri. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing them correctly. Okay. Um, but but I think I think they kept calling him City Hunter. Through, 
I, I don't know. I mean, you know, everything like this is through translation. One thing I loved about that scene too is how you, you know it's like a homage to to the you know the the scene with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in Game of Death, which is a really cool fight scene. You know, it's mm-hmm. a it's, awesome it, it's yeah, and it's it's a really it's it's a really interesting one because Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is so tall, and so it's just a nice. It, it, it's 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 kind of a fun scenario to to see play out with someone with Bruce Lee's talent and Jackie Chan is obviously trying to top it by having two tall guys that he has to fight right but because he's doing it comedically and he's failing it doesn't feel like he's like you know really trying to one-up Bruce Lee it just feels you know it if it, 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 it just works better because of that do you know what I mean it's not mm-hmm. a um it's 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 you know, it's 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 like he's 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 fighting two two opponents that are tall, but he's uh, he's taking it in a wildly different direction. Um, so I don't know what were the were there any other highlights in the movie for you, or is were were they few and far between? They were few and far between, but I did like um, where the street fighter scene. I thought that was pretty funny, especially yeah. seeing. Jackie Chan just the Jackie Chan dressed as Chun Li that and the mannerisms he had it down you know yeah. it was it was pretty funny it was a, it was a fearless portrayal of Chun Li I thought it was not there were, there was no hesitation in his performance no uh, none at all he he took it there he was uh, spot on and uh, yeah that was definitely I mean. It, and that's the reason we saw the movie. So I was I was kind of hoping the whole movie was just going to be Gonzo like that, and this movie was Gonzo, but just not in the ways I wanted, you know. <laughs> um, but that scene was interesting. Also, I was so in, and this is a little spoilery, but basically when I saw that scene, I was like, well, I want to know how that happens in the movie. Like what right. what what causes Jackie Chan to suddenly appear as Chun Li and fight Ryu and. It's because Jackie Chan smashes into a Street Fighter arcade thing and gets electrocuted, and it like you know does some movie magic, and he like hallucinates that he's in Street Fighter basically. But uh, I so, so you know so it's just kind of a weird, bizarro moment. But but the film had a lot of sequences like that. It also had that extended sequence where they were singing on stage. Do you remember that? Which was just kind of like a goofy song, and, and yes, and uh, you know. And then the singers you know about become songs. Yeah, and and then and then the singers I think became part of their team against the uh, against yes. the terrorists, right? So yeah, they tried to involve everybody on the ship to yeah. be against the terrorists. There but... was. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna say I liked the guy that was the gambler. Mm-hmm. Um, he well, I thought he was cute first of all. But second of all, I thought he was, he was going to help make the movie a little bit more serious and not so slapstickish. Yeah. Which he did, which was a point for him. And he was attracted to one of the two women that was sent on the boat to intercept the terrorists. And I love how they brought it all back when he was fighting the terrorists to using the cards. Yeah, those to are cool. Killed the thought. assassin. I thought that was a really yeah. I like that. Cool. I like that. I also kind of like the scene where the woman goes to seduce the guard, and the guard is like gay, and so uh-huh. he has no effect on him. Yeah, and he, he just like starts punching her, and then like yeah, but it's slapstick punching. It wasn't like you know, you know, serious. Yeah, and uh, 
And so, so, you know, I thought that scene was kind of funny. And just scenes like that throughout the movie were amusing. Um, you know, and, oh, and, and the one chick keeps falling over. She loses her balance at the like, so, weirdest time. Because she's got boobs and she falls over. That's that's the that was my reading of the situation that her boobs kept making her fall over. But uh, but I thought that the way the woman, the expression on her face when that happened, <laughs> she really sold it. It was very charming. Um so you know, so the you know again, the characters were fine. Like a lot of the characters are like one or two details really exaggerated. But for a movie like this, that would work fine. You know, that's 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 not a problem in this kind of film. Um, and I thought Joey Wong was good. I really you know I, I I thought that she did a good job as the character. And uh, you know, I but again, it was just the like you said, it just didn't feel executed well. There was something missing throughout it. There were. There were moments that were entertaining. It's just that, uh, and there, there, there just wasn't. I think I think I could have used a bit more physical comedy. Do you know what I mean? Like real, like I needed a few more really heavy hitting moments in this film, and I feel like I didn't quite get it. Do you know what I mean? Um, and and I I don't know. And and I also I I think that background music really hurt it my throws investment. everything off. Yeah. It really hurt, and, and 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 I think another part of it is it did take a little bit of time for the film to to get to the plot. Do you know what I mean? For for a comedy movie, I felt like it was taking a little bit too much time. Where you had this whole thing where they go and they go to the skateboarders, and you know what I mean. And it's just like mm-hmm. I I I think uh, if more interesting things had been happening during that period, that might have carried the movie a little bit better. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I I really wanted to like this movie. I, I like Jackie Chan movies. I love Jackie Chan movies from this period, like in the 80s and early 90s. That's, you know, those are usually, I find those kind of films usually quite entertaining. But they're not all great, you know. And, and so this is one that it just didn't, you know, didn't rise to a high enough level for me. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm... Uh, should we go on to ratings and recommendations? Because I don't know if there's much else that we... Well, we did want to talk about um, Jackie Chan films, right? Because you had said that I had... Uh, uh, set me up. Yeah, set yeah. you up. And so, I don't know. Is that a topic you want to address before we... Well, I'm not... I wouldn't say I'm a Jackie Chan fan, but I'm not a Jackie Chan hater either. Mm-hmm. I guess when I was younger, I didn't see enough golden harvest films to appreciate Jackie Chan mm-hmm. before he made his way to America and did movies like Shanghai noon and, um, rush hour, because that's where I first really knew him from Okay, and then went back to visit films. So I like okay. the, I guess the later seventies stuff, early eighties. Okay. Um, and so I guess this period I missed because when we did Police Story, I didn't like that one either. Okay. And everybody loves that. But I That's like a great – I love – well, not everybody loved it. Some, some of the critics were critical. But everybody I know yeah. loves it. But yeah. um, I would really like the opportunity to watch more Jackie Chan films because we did one film that I really liked of his – where it was the time period setting. It was called... Oh, The Magnificent Bodyguards. That That's yeah, one that I, I just covered that, that on the other podcast again, actually. Uh, that movie, though, is one that he didn't like himself. So 
So, so the tastes that you and Jackie Chan might have might not align. If you know, right. like, it, so yeah, I I think I first became aware of Jackie Chan in high school, and I remember my friends going to see ja- like like Jackie Chan movies from China. Do you know what I mean? Because the big thing mm-hmm. was you got to see, and, and the reason people would go see them is because you got to see the uh, the reel at the end where he's like you know breaking his head, like the Operation yeah. Condor type movies were the ones that were that had currency, you know, with my group of friends at that time. But, you know, and then obviously Rush Hour and all that came out and, you know, but, but for me, the one that really like, um, you know, was my starting point was the snake in the Eagle shadow. That to me was the one that, you know, uh, that's one I haven't seen. Yeah. That's, that's the one to me. Like it's, 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 it's kind of like a spiritual prequel. Well, not a prequel. It's the, Drunken Master is like a sequel. I haven't seen a that cast either. sequel to that. You haven't seen Drunken Master? Nope. Oh my god. Okay. All right. So that, uh, I haven't seen enough Jackie Chan films to really be a fan. All right. So because I don't want to base him solely on the ones that I have seen, because um, I really do like the American stuff. But you know, like I don't have much else to compare it with after okay. this. And police story, but I do like um, what's the other one that I told you that I liked, where he's in it with Wei Pai, and he does the skirt foo. Um, oh, I can't remember what it's called right now, but uh, it's an older one, like a early '80s one, I think. Um, so. Hold on one second. I'm just trying to get the filmography so I can make some recommendations here for us. Um, so I think I think we should try to build up a uh, a Jackie Chan film like lineup of movies that you might like and see how deep we can go at some point. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So yeah, Police Story was not my thing because I really don't like the modern movies with the guns. Okay. So. Um, I'm definitely more a martial arts, hand-to-hand combat person. Okay. Um, oh, and I was, it was, uh, I think it was Armor of God that I was thinking of, not Operation Condor. Armor of God is the movie I was thinking of. But I think we should do, um, I think Armor of God would be a good one, because a lot of people really like that one. And I think, um, I think maybe also doing, uh, drunken master and possibly if you like drunken master uh doing snake in the eagle shadow um but do you think do you think that that you would like any of the uh more modern setting jackie chan movies or you think those are ones that would be like police story you didn't like because it was a modern setting yeah, now I don't know. There was just something about that. Remember, I tried to watch it three times, and I really just couldn't get with it. Okay. Um, I did want to try Meals on Wheels. Okay, I, I have a feeling. I've. I have a feeling you're not going to like Project that. Project A. Project A is good. Said, people have said good things about Project Pro- A. Project A is and really Meals good. on Wheels always comes up, and. Uh, I just don't There's think you're gonna one. like Meals on Wheels. I, I think you're gonna like moments. I think you like moments from it, but I, I don't think you'll like um, the whole thing. Yeah, um, 
I don't know. I we'll we'll figure it out. I I, I think I think that uh, oh maybe Drunken Master Two. That's actually a really good one too. Um, but but yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, Project A is good. I think uh, Armor of God is good. I think what about Rumble in the Bronx. Everybody talks about that one. I mean, I I don't I. We can do Rumble in the Bronx if you want to, but to me that's getting more into like the like, I I, I think like anything up to Drunken Master Two is what we should be covering here. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Um, so, you know, Rumble in the Bronx is a fine movie. It's just that I I want to find out if there are like early '90s and '80s movies and maybe you know maybe some of the late '70s movies that you'd you'd enjoy from his filmography. Because with Jackie Chan, I think. The, the good thing about the earlier movies is just how nimble he is and how athletic he is. Do you know what I mean? Which does diminish right. over time. So, um, so, uh, so yeah. So why don't we get to our ratings and recommendations? And then, you know, okay. after the podcast, we'll, we'll figure out how we're going to navigate doing a Jackie Chan a thon. Um, uh, so, so I, I you went first last time, so I can go first this time, I suppose. Um, all right, I thought about this all night. You know, I was going to wuss out and give it a three, but I'm going to give it a two. I'm going to give it a two because it just, it just it was on top of, you know, not really rising up and just overall not really landing. It was kind of disappointing. And so I don't think I can really give it a rating of average because average is kind of, you're in, you really don't care one way or the other. Do you know what I mean? But I was I was uh-huh. I was disappointed in this one, so I have to give it a two. Um, it might land differently with somebody who's read the manga or is more familiar with the manga or just has different tastes than me. Um, and it definitely had its moments. I think I'm not going to say that it doesn't have funny moments. It does. It has a lot of good action in it, and 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 parts of the story were great. And it has a real interesting stylized look and feel. It's just that too often that stylized look just doesn't work for me. Do you know what I mean? There were times mm-hmm. it worked and there were times I was like, I just don't think this is working in this case. Um, and and again, maybe maybe I wasn't in a good enough mood. I don't know. But I, it, I just have to give it a two. So I, I don't know what your rating would be. Well, I'm also going to give it a two. Since my ones are movies that I turn off in the middle <laughs> okay, and don't finish, I'm going to give it a two. I just didn't like the dubbing. The music was horrible. There weren't enough funny bits. Um, the plot wasn't executed well enough. But the good things were the actors were good in the roles that they had and the fighting was good. That's just about, there were some funny scenes like the street fighter was great, but it was just not enough good to outweigh the bad for me. So I'd have to give it a two. Okay. Okay. That's, and again, I gave it a two, two. So I, you know, don't disagree. Um, and and we should mention this is on Prime, which is where we saw it. So if you do want to see it, you can check it out on Prime. You know, if you're if you're a Jackie Chan completist, 
you might like it. You know, like I, I, w- I was a bit that way back when I was deeply into Jackie Chan. And I, uh, I think there was a movie called Beautiful or Gorgeous with Chu Chi in it. And it was, it, it really had very little martial arts or anything like that in it. But, um, but, you know, I watched that and, you know, it had a cool fight at the end. But otherwise, it wasn't a film that I would go back to and rewatch. Um, and, you know, this is a movie that, I don't know, I, I just, uh, it, it just, it just didn't come together. I, I don't, I, because yeah. I, I, every time I, 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 I like, I go to this thing where it's like, I want to say something nice about it. I, but then when I think about the movie, I'm like, no, nah, it just didn't work. It just wasn't cohesive or something. It just kind of, you know, you know, it had moments, you know, it, you know, it might be, if you're with friends and you watch it, it might be okay because that's not, you know, there'll be, there'll be funny moments and you might laugh at those moments. But if you're alone and you're watching it, there's a lot of time where you're just kind of like waiting for something good to happen. So, so, all right. So we will let you go and we will be back on next week, hopefully with a better movie. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll decide whether we're going to do, uh, you know, go back right into Wuxia or continue on the Jackie Chan directory trajectory. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so we'll, we'll be back on and until then we will talk to you later.